We're the Cullies, and we decided to sell everything and move on to a boat. Are you recording? Yeah. (laughs) You didn't say that. All right. Well, for now, we're going to drop anchor, make ourselves comfortable, and tell you a story. This is episode 27 of the Drop Anchor Podcast. Wisdom. Hey everybody, this is Josh. And this is Kendra. So today, we're going to talk about wisdom. Teeth. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Uh, So this last week, I guess on Friday, our oldest daughter, who is 16, got to have her wisdom teeth pulled out. Yep. She looks like a chipmunk right now because her cheeks are all puffy. (laughs) I think she has more swelling than I expected she would. Yeah. Like our friend's daughters just got theirs taken out and they didn't have any swelling. It's pretty funny. <laughs> it's cute. It is. I, I chuckle every time I look at her. <laughs> I can't not. <laughs> it's, yeah, because it's like it's almost like she's stuck in a permanent like goofy grin because of the way her cheeks pull her lips. Well, I took a picture and my mom said, well, it wouldn't be so bad if you took the gauze out. I said she There's doesn't, no have, gauze she in doesn't her mouth. have any gauze in there. <laughs> <laughs> Those are just her cheeks right now. Yeah, so it is very, very difficult to take her seriously. Uh, fortunately, she hasn't been particularly angry or anything like uh, you know, a 16-year-old daughter can sometimes get. And we were so excited to have her wisdom teeth taken out because we were pretty sure she was going to be funny. And she was funny. Yeah, under the uh, <laughs> as she came out of the general anesthesia, you know how people do those videos or... Um, I guess it's just the audio that's the funny part um, of people coming out of it just saying goofy things. She wasn't. Well, some of it's funnier to see because she's like her expressions and she's crying uncontrollably. Right, right. Over... Why am I crying? <laughs> <laughs> so going into it, I feel like when you wake up, you're thinking of something that you were thinking about falling asleep. That's my thought. And I think she was so focused on food because leading up to it, she's like, what am I going to eat when I come to? Yeah. So that's what she talked about for like 30 minutes. That's true. Just I, She wanted a hamburger. She wanted fries. Why she can't wanted... I have chicken nuggets? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the other thing she kept talking about was how many times the nurse stabbed her with a needle. Because she's yeah. also terrified of needles. She is. And I don't know how many people have rolling veins. That's what I've been told that I have. So, I mean, you've watched... Where I get somebody who actually starts chasing it with the needle while they're like under the skin. <laughs> it's like, please stop. Try someplace else. And I have veins that are very surfacey, So they're like, oh, you're going to be great. You're a great patient until they go to put the needle in and the vein moves. Right. So I've had the saline. Is that what they're putting in sometimes? Yeah. I've had, they start with that. Yeah. I've had that go into like my arms so many times without it going into a vein. Where your arm starts getting cold and full. (laughs) Right, right. Swollen, full full of salt water. So many times. And so she had, we didn't get to go back with her. So she had, like, they missed a vein. So they tried another vein. And then the third one they did kind of like they've done with me. Um, She said they they said the bag was bad or whatever it was doing. So they had to pull it and redo it. Right. It's funny. (laughs) (laughs) So... Her her stress about getting uh, any needles in her arm, plus thinking about what kind of foods she couldn't eat, she spent a good amount of time talking about that. And she was convinced she woke up in the middle. I don't know if she did. I don't think she did. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, she, I, she probably woke up towards the end as they were stuffing gauze in her mouth, and then she thought that oh, maybe that was still what was going on. So like, Jill said one of the girls that they know woke up in it in the middle. Oh, okay. So I guess you can. Right. <laughs> That's also a fear. <laughs> <laughs> so wisdom teeth are weird, right? Super weird. Like, we don't need them. Right. I mean, they literally are there And why to are they called wisdom out. teeth? <laughs> like, did you get your wisdom taken out? Why do they call them that? Do they make you wise? Um, so maybe I'll research that later. I didn't actually think about that, so I have no idea. And I don't want to stop recording just so I can look that up right now. Well, no, I truly have no idea. It's just weird. Yeah. And that you don't need them. Did yeah, we in, used to? In fact, not only do you not need them, they jack up your teeth if you leave them in. Right. Because right. they shove all your other teeth forward and bunch them up. And people that get headaches because right. of them and like all kinds of stuff. So why do we have them? Well, I guess we don't i mean we get them taken out you, you mean why are we born yeah having to have... uh, and, and I, at I what can't... point did they discover oh or oh what if you could leave them in and it's one of those things that we've just been doing for so long everybody just gets them out but what if you just left them in there are probably parts of the world that don't have the same right. sort of dental guidelines that we right. have so here. don't they leave them in yeah and are they okay so I guess maybe next week we'll have the answers to these burning <laughs> questions. <laughs> this is what happens when you don't like prep before you talk. Yeah. Do you, <laughs> yeah, which we never do. Uh, do you remember getting your wisdom teeth pulled out? Well, I remember waking up at home. I have no idea how I got home. Okay. So you basically like, in, as far as you're concerned, you passed out and then woke up so, later. And I think Hayden has something similar. Um, And I've told her that as she gets, the more time she gets put under to kind of analyze it because I don't need a lot to be put under. I actually consult. Oh, yeah, you're a lightweight when it comes to medication. Right, I actually consult with the uh, anesthesiologist. I asked to, like, talk to them about it <laughs> because just like my grandma was, I'm, I'm terrified I won't wake up. I'm afraid they'll just give me, like, start off with a heavy dose, and I don't need a heavy dose. Right. So I think Hayden might be similar and my wisdom teeth would have been the first thing I ever had done when I got knocked out. And I don't remember. I do not know how I got to the car or home. Yeah. Well, Hayden doesn't either. She, right. Yeah. At one point, she was like, how to get in the car? <laughs> you walk to the car. She doesn't remember. Do you know how old you were when you got your wisdom teeth pulled out? I think 17. Okay. So a little bit older than Hayden. Hayden had early teeth, right? She was very quick to get all of her teeth. Um, our older two, Hayden and Morgan, okay. um, had full sets of teeth by the time they were one. Maybe TMI, but I did nurse them past the age of one <laughs> with a full set of teeth. <laughs> Ouch. That doesn't seem comfortable. But I did anyway. Anyway, yes, they got their teeth Pretty really early, young yeah. Yeah. and started so losing get... them they started losing them really young they got braces young because they already had all their adult teeth in right i think i was i might have been 18 when i got mine taken out which some people say it's better to take them out once they've kind of come in but the problem is like for our girls they've already had braces right That'll and undo we're, all the, we're all not the work wanting to done. jack their teeth up any because we paid to straighten them so when I had their consultations, I'd rather take them out before they do any crowding. Right. Hayden was also complaining of headaches, just constant headaches. And... Yeah, and so we'll see if that helps. Oh, so you think that might not have been related? No, I don't know if it's related. Oh. She was thinking it is, maybe. 
Right. It's very possible. So you've got a strange story about wisdom teeth. Are you talking about my baby tumor? Well, <laughs> well, your story always starts out that you had five wisdom teeth, right? Well, okay. We didn't know. I mean, they do x-rays before you go in. Right. But when I came to, they told my mom, so you pay how for how many teeth you have extracted. That's how the bill. Like so many teeth, it's maybe, I don't know, $200. You're right, really that many surgical procedures or whatever. Right. And when she was like getting me, they said, oh, and by the way, she ended up having a fifth tooth. We're not going to charge you because we didn't see it beforehand. Like we didn't see it on the x-rays. And it wasn't technically a tooth. It was like, it has a name, some kind of tumor, where when they went to grab it, it just fell apart and they realized it was a whole bunch of little baby teeth. That is horrifying. I sometimes said it was like my twin or something. <laughs> like, isn't that what you say when you have like, like my big fat Greek wedding? She's like, it had a tooth in it and yeah, it was my yeah. twin. <laughs> so I think, you know, people have teeth nightmares. Yeah. And we talked a little bit about this, I think, once upon a time. Is that one of your nightmares? Well, not that one of my teeth is a bunch of little <laughs> tiny teeth, but the idea of, ugh, and, and I'm picturing it and you know how... How like wolf spiders carry their babies in their back, and if yeah, you bump them, exactly. they like scatter and, and like run all falls. over the place. Yeah, that's what I that's what I imagine every time you talk about this. I don't know, like if you were in the room and that happened, I would be kind of freaked out by the person and be like, "Okay, just suction that up. Ew, gross. Close her up. Get her out of here." Right, right. Like gross. And then another weird thing, and Hayden and I were debating this. They gave me my wisdom teeth in a little uh, envelope. What do you okay. call that envelope? Uh, an, an envelope. No, I, I don't know. For They couldn't Man- give me mine because Manella? they... Manila? Sh- Ma- what? You know, I ne- I've always had a hard time with that. A manila envelope? Is that what it is? I Shoot. Now, there's the cookies. There's a vanilla... <laughs> are they man- manila? Co- huh, it's a shoot. dumb name. <laughs> that envelope. And it was like this tiny, tiny little one. Okay. And they were wrapped in gauze and put in there and they gave them to my mom. Okay. And so they're whole. Like full on. You could see the roots... It's yeah, the they they couldn't do that tooth. with mine. They they broke mine into pieces to get it out because I think mine were impacted, and I think what that means is they were somehow wrapped around the jaw and they were worried about like damaging nerves, which they can right, right you sign right. a thing for that. Yeah, so they couldn't give me mine. Mine were exploded in my mouth. But I haven't talked to a lot of people that said that they were handed their wisdom teeth. Oh, okay. I was sad that they didn't give me the tumor one though. <laughs> just, here's here, here's a spider. <laughs> I just wanted, I just imagine little teeth. Like, like I want to see. Like did they look like little teeth? Did you have to put them under a microscope? Are you just guessing, or did the tooth just was it an extra tooth, and yeah. it fell apart? What uh, you know, we're, we're picturing like millions and millions of little tiny teeth, right? Like like the whole spider thing. It it could have just been like four or five teeth, I suppose. Did they say? Do you remember? I, I was unconscious. Remember. Well, I, don't I know, remember. but you know this story. <laughs> well, my mom didn't give me details. Hmm. Just that I had a fifth tooth and they weren't going to charge her for it. Got it. Got it. And then I don't know if it it was that, that spot with that tooth is where I got a dry socket. In my head it is because it was an extra big cavity. Hmm. It's a cavity that had... A hole, anyway, if that's left in your head. Right. Right. I mean, so I had two teeth basically extracted from that spot. Um, I did drink out of a straw. 
which you're not supposed <laughs> to do. Not supposed to do. My boyfriend brought me this movie, and I was like, still kind of out of it. That's how you should have known that he wasn't the right one for you. Because <laughs> he brought me this. Because he brought you something with a straw. <laughs> it was a nice gesture. Um, I also got sick from the pain meds, so I I did throw up. Ugh. I know. That could have done it too. There's several factors that could have played a part. But oh, if you've ever a had a dry socket, it hurts a lot. Is that where the the wound goes all the way to the bone? Is that what why it's called a dry socket? If you want, if you want to get graphic, it's no, really disgusting. I, I don't want to. Uh, like spiders in my mouth and <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, you have the to dry get, socket. You have to get. Um, I had to go to the doctor like every other day. And get this special gauze kind of smashed into the hole. Stop, 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 stop. It tasted like cloves. (sighs) So for so many years, I could not eat cloves because of that gauze. Okay, we're done. (laughs) (laughs) I've talked to other people. Dry sockets suck. Really be careful after you get your wisdom teeth out. It hurts a lot. It's one of the more painful things. Mm. Anyway, that was that was it, right? Oh, and Morgan has our ne- will be next to get her wisdom teeth out six to nine months. I think she's behind Hayden is what they and said. And she has five coming and in, too. And she has five. So we're all excited to see if she's going to have little teeth babies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember now. We wrote all this down, but sometimes as we're talking, I forget. But So I was given my wisdom teeth. What do you do when they give you your teeth? Do you throw them away? It seems kind of weird to throw them away. I remember having a little tiny bin with my baby teeth for a lot of years. And eventually I was like, okay, this is gross. I'm it is. Like, I think away. I finally threw the girls away, you know, because <laughs> you're the tooth fairy. You don't want to throw your kids tooth away. If you're listening to this and you're a child, I was just kidding. The tooth fairy's real. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Our kids, we never told them about the tooth fairy. We're weird parents. But we did give them a dollar. Right, right. Um. Anyway. Right, so I don't know what you do with teeth, and it feels weird to throw them away. So I had this little jewelry box that my dad had given me that was his mom's, and he'd bought in Italy when he was younger. You kept your teeth in a jewelry <laughs> box? Yeah. Uh, like you don't a remember necklace where... out of them or something? <laughs> I didn't know where to put them, and I didn't have anything in there, so I just put them in there and didn't really think about it. Okay. And this... This particularly, it's a really, really pretty wood jewelry box, and it actually plays music. It has the little twisty thing on the bottom. A little wind-up. Yeah, yeah, and plays music. Anyway, when my grandma passed away, my dad got it, and he gave it to me. So I still have it. Even on the boat, I, you know, we talked about downsizing. I do have that. So when Hayden was really little, <laughs> <laughs> she was playing with the jewelry box, which... I had forgotten really what was in there. I'd put them in there. We're talking maybe four or five years later. Now comes like one and a half year old Hayden. Right. And she liked to twist it and play the music. So she's playing with it. And you were at work. And at some point I went over to talk to her. And I could tell she had something in her mouth. And, you know, when they're at that age, like, spit it out, spit it out, give it to me. I'm going to have to put my finger and, like, swoop through your mouth. And she was good. She spit it out. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. You guys know where I'm going? It was one of my teeth. (laughs) 
uh. and not just one. Like it was like, do you have any more? Do you have any more? And I find the thing. She's ripped open the envelope. There's no teeth in it. So it's like, give me the next one. Give me the next one. Oh my one. gosh. <laughs> like I remember this story, but I don't remember you describing it in this much detail. She had all of them in her mouth. Yeah. She spit them all out. I made sure there was four. So she spit them out. And you know what's crazy? Huh. I still didn't throw them away. You still have them? I think I have since thrown them away. I'm not positive. We could still stumble upon them in some weird box that maybe I thought, this is a better place. Hmm. Because a better if place for your teeth. If she choked on it, I would have felt really bad or really embarrassed when I had to take her in. Because I had already taken her in for swallowing my wedding ring. <laughs> Yeah, that kid liked to eat things. He did. I was weird. I was all of our kids. Charlie ate a nickel. I don't remember. She was Hayden was like saying. I mean, I think she did that before the teeth. She and yeah, she did like putting things in her mouth. And I remember changing Morgan's diaper, and she was doing something, or she was she saw she liked attention, and it was wait which which kid liked Hayden Hayden okay. So she she was so talkative even then. I mean, she talked early and. I remember trying to change Morgan's diaper, and she was just in the way. So I took my wedding ring off and handed it to her and was like, here, play with this while I finish wiping a tushy. <laughs> and I finished putting Morgan's diaper back on. I turned to Hayden. I'm like, okay, give mommy her ring back. And she, her eyes are just huge. And then she opens her mouth, and I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, spit it out, and it's not in there. So I called you at work. <laughs> and I took her in for x-rays, and maybe by the time we were seen, maybe two hours had passed, and we still have the x-ray. And they came out and said, well, it's already passed into her lower intestines, so one or two poops. Time to be on diaper watch. <laughs> and she was potty trained already, so we had to convince her to poop in a diaper so that I could get my <laughs> ring back. So I... Oddly, not related to, to teeth or anything like that. I, I guess the ring's not related to teeth either, except she was playing in the jewelry box to find the teeth. There was one time I was at, I don't remember which house this was in, but I was at the computer and I kept getting this error message that would pop up that said USB drive or USB device not recognized. Oh, right. And I was looking at it, I'm like, <laughs> what? Like, I'm not even doing anything. So I looked down and I had a USB cable plugged into the computer and it was like open-ended. It wasn't plugged into a device at all. She had it in her mouth. And so the computer kept going, ding, USB device not recognized. I was like, Hayden, what are you doing? And she looked up at me and she said, it's spicy. <laughs> Put a lot of things in her mouth. Ah, uh, kids. I remember curling her hair one day and I don't remember if something sparked or... Something happened, and I looked down, and she had grabbed scissors. And while I'm cu- like curling her hair, she's cutting the cord, and I grabbed the power it like, cord to like the just in time. <laughs> she was a very active little girl. Yeah, I know that people say that you know you didn't have boys, and boys are really active. She was very active. She started walking and talking early, and, and jumping off things, and very intrigued by things. Yeah, so. Always into stuff. Yeah. But I will say that her swallowing my ring ended up being a really good thing for Charlie years later when Charlie was three and a half. Um, she had a nickel and Morgan said, like, you know, give it to me. And so Charlie decided, well, she can't get it if it's in my mouth. So she popped it in her mouth and in doing so swallowed it. 
So, you know, they start yelling for me and I come running <laughs> and Charlie's eyes are really big and she's pointing at her mouth, which, hey, we've done this before. Right, right. So um, I kind of thought, well, I'll wait a little bit longer because I know it should pass, but I wanted x-rays to make sure. So I waited a little bit longer and when we got x-rays, it was still in her stomach. Meaning and it, it wasn't passing. It, it wasn't passing. And I remember telling the doctor, like, listen, I am a good mom, but I've had this happen before. <laughs> and with my other child, it passed very quickly. And we have x-rays. It was in, you know, her intestines. And they said, it's not a big deal. You know, just go home. And the next day, Charlie had a stomach ache. So I brought her back, took an x-ray, still in her stomach. And this is where then mama starts to get pretty crazy because I was so demanding that they (laughs) take more x-rays or that it wasn't going to pass because I was going off of the fact that Hayden had passed right we know how something's supposed to go through right so I fought them for two days her stomach started hurting more until finally they agreed she ended up having I think I counted 13 x-rays of her stomach because they were convinced it was going to pass so they just kept x-raying her they didn't want to knock her out and it already passed which I get right but Charlie has had hundreds of x-rays. Right. <laughs> so it just added to how many she's had. Um, but they did knock her out. And they literally told us they have a special tool just for grabbing money out of children's <laughs> out of stomachs. stomachs. Right. <laughs> and they have this little thing. They go down, they grab it, and they bring it back up. And we still have that yeah. nickel. And they did say <laughs> that it had actually blocked her lower esophagus and had caused um well not the esophagus just the exit to the stomach right but it's not okay oh her, that's a sphincter it has yeah, a name yeah the lower sphincter so the lower stomach, right. sphincter of her stomach and it actually blocked it right and she had a little ulcer around there and mm-hmm. he said she should be fine after a couple days but anyway yeah. see i found the silver lining <laughs> hayden swallowed my running ring taught me that i should be very concerned that charlie didn't pass a nickel right right yeah because imagine if she just kept eating i mean that would have been disastrous i mean she would just end up throwing up all her food never mind moving on (laughs) if you are not a parent yet and you're listening to this yeah get get ready for adventures it is an adventure it's totally worth it (laughs) so don't keep your wisdom teeth in the right right (laughs) um Oh, there's this weird cartoon that the kids watch. Uh, it's called Teen Titans Go. Mm-hmm. And there's a oh, character yeah. that's the Tooth Fairy. Only the Tooth Fairy collects the teeth to eat them. Yeah. It's I... super creepy. <laughs> there are some of those cartoons I don't enjoy. All right. Along the lines <laughs> anyway. of wisdom. Yeah, along the lines of wisdom. One of the things you have to do when you are a boat owner is check all of the things all the time. All right. So now we're going to go into some boat stuff for the week. And we figured it tied in with wisdom as we have been checking off some lists of what are maintenance things on the boat. Right. When you own a house, you're, I don't know of anyone that regularly goes into their crawl space or into their attic uh, to just check on the things. But it's largely because there's not a whole lot to check on. I mean, there can be things that happen, but... I think you only check on it when you hear something. Right, there's a problem. Right, right? You like discover now you hear... You're like, I think there's a rodent. <laughs> right, right. Then you go down there. <laughs> right. And we have some experience with that. But outside of that, if nothing is going on, you, you really don't have a reason to check. And being on a boat and living on a boat, it is not really like that at all. 
there are things that you have to check on on a regular basis. So it's, I suppose it's a bit more like a car where you, every so many Phillips of gas, you're supposed to check your oil, which I know I'm supposed to do here soon. Um, you, you know, you kick around your tires just to make sure they're not running low. Newer cars have sensors for that, but there are some things on a boat where if you like, there aren't really so many sensors for, I don't know, I guess new boats might happen, but in our case, <laughs> last week, I just happened to decide, okay, it's time to go poke around in the engine room and just see what's in it. I'm saying it like I haven't done it before. I have. Oh, okay. Um, but but this time it was, okay, there's a couple things that I had noticed. I wanted to take care of it. Um, there's a couple of slight drips from outside water coming in, which it's a little normal. Uh, unchecked, it could be a problem. Uh, if it gets, you know, obviously if too much water comes in, that's a problem. There are all kinds of pumps inside the boat to push that water back out. But uh, I wanted to isolate some of that, figure out exactly where things are, where some of the leaks are coming from. And if you know anything about boats, um, when I say that the sea strainers are leaking, that's probably something that's familiar to you. But if you're not familiar with boats, um, <laughs> or if you are if you live on a boat and you don't pay attention to this kind of thing. No, I want to learn with you. Right. But I don't know what you're saying yet. Right. I didn't go down there with you. <laughs> so... If you have an engine that is cooled by the water outside your boat, it's called raw water. Um, you have, like on a car has a radiator, right? It circulates mm -hmm. that. And when you're driving your car, either your radiator fan or just the fact that you're driving at 60 oh, miles an hour, it just cools. just something that cools it down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so the heat exchanger allows cold air rushing up against radiator to cool down the, uh, the coolant for the engine. On a boat, or on our boat anyway... That's done with a heat exchanger that is cooled by fresh water, water that's pulled in from outside the boat. So it's actually when you say fresh water, but you also aren't meaning fresh water because we don't have because right, right, because we're in salt water. So fresh as in new, not fresh as in not salty. And is it okay that it's salty? Yes, because it doesn't touch the and it doesn't go into the engine. Okay, it's it's the equivalent of the air that's touching your radiator but not getting into your engine. Mm. Is this is just like dumping salt water on your radiator to cool it down, but constantly. So you have to suck in water from the outside. And so you have a strainer, which is meant to make sure that things like, I don't know, jellyfish or sea kelp or whatever organisms are floating around your boat. Uh, if they get sucked in, you don't really want, it's not going to go into your engine or anything, but it, it will go into the cooling system. And so you have the sea strainer to prevent that from getting in. A sea strainer can get clogged. And if it's, are so, you talking about still the same things like a jellyfish or something? Sure, or barnacles or anything. I mean, just build up of anything, I suppose. Because the hole is enough for also a living thing to kind of get into? Yes. Yeah. So, so it's like getting a mouse in your crawl space that um, gets into a pipe? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if there's a know. good... I don't think there is. I don't think there's a good system in a house that is equivalent. Um the mouse getting into something would be like maybe it getting into your lint trap on your dryer. Like, oh, not the lint trap, but like the exhaust that goes out of your house. Yeah. Like there's an, an out port. And if a mouse goes in there and burrows, and okay, you can clog that up and that'll be a problem. But what I'm describing with the sea strainer is not an out port. It's an in port. It's, it's and again, the house doesn't really have that. Well, but, except for like, say, your water or natural gas line going in. But nothing's going to get into those. Right, right. That I can think of. So with the sea strainers, they do have to periodically be cleaned out. You, there's a filter inside. You take it out and toss it and put a new one in. 
um, gaskets can leak over time, all kinds of things. And so it, it's just considered regular maintenance. So yeah. they are both dripping. So they both need to be kind of worked on. Yeah. Then that's something like probably after Christmas when we get home, we're going to address. Yeah. And I want to do it together because I want to know. Um, I think that it's good for everybody, whatever you own, to understand the thing that you own. Right. To not rely on other people. One of the biggies is who all knows where the main water shutoff is for a house. Like that's something not oh, a lot right, of people right. know. Oh, right, right. You have a major water leak in your house. Yeah. You know, so now the washing machine that. goes crazy and water's dumping out or a toilet is overflowing. Not a lot of people know where like shutoffs are and stuff like that. Um, but you're not going to sink your house. You're going to ruin some stuff. Right. Um, but if we're not doing maintenance, we're going to sink. Right. So, so a little bit more urgency, I think, on maintenance. Yeah. And I think that that's actually uh, a really important thing about boats is, is deferred maintenance is very bad. Like if you if you say, oh, I'll, I'll handle that next season, hopefully it's something that doesn't matter. Right. Um, like something cosmetic. But most systems on a boat no i take that back so there's a couple of things on our boat that i'm like eh, i'll do it later not a big deal like the way our guest toilet flushes right <laughs> that has a small uh yeah we see what happens when you say you'll fix it later <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um but as far as stuff that happens in the engine room there isn't a lot that you can just put off like it needs to be done much sooner than later we, we can wait till after christmas that's not a big deal well, especially because we'll be gone for a week. Right. We can't do anything, but. I think that might be one of the first videos, like real videos that I do and post on the YouTube account of like, like how, we, how we do it, what's going on there. Um, there's a couple of things that I already know are going to make it a little more difficult. And again, if, if you're not a boater, this won't make a whole lot of sense. Um, so I'll try to explain it. The, the, the sea strainer is connected to a tube that's connected to the outside of the boat like that water gets sucked in from the outside mm -hmm. there's a valve and it's called a seacock and if you're going to work on that sea strainer you need to close the valve right otherwise when you open it up water will rush in oh dear lord i so, don't like this project now <laughs> so um on the on the starboard engine so that would be the right side i mean if the if if something went wrong and you i love you but let's just say just, like okay. <laughs> hypothetically you don't like turn it all the way and water just starts coming in that hole uh -huh. do our bilge pumps work fast enough or are we sinking that's a great question i don't like that you don't know the answer so you needed to answer that with a firm <laughs> like yes or no um i actually I'm not certain. <laughs> this is fine. I know how. Here's the thing. I know how big the hole is. So if if the if the hose were to pop off and suddenly water rushed in, I know how big that hole is, and I know how strong our uh, multiple you build just, pumps are. So I'm confident but, that it would be yeah, fine. But you were just saying that made me get a stomachache. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> I don't want to think about hoses popping off and water rushing in. And our moms listen to this. <laughs> no. <laughs> Now they're going to worry. They're going to say, Josh, call the mechanic. Don't do it yourself. Right? So, That's what I'm thinking. Uh-huh. Now I'm going to do it myself. And like, like, I feel like I love <laughs> that you learn things. So please don't m misunderstand me here. Uh -huh. But I 
feel like <laughs> on a very first time ever doing something, like, what if you just called the mechanic and you did it together or he taught you how? Oh, you're so cute. We just talked about water rushing into the boat uh-huh. on something you want to try yourself. <laughs> no, you're shaking your head at me. <laughs> no, shaking is no. I'm nodding at you. Okay, you're bobbing <laughs> your head. <laughs> It'll be fine. It'll be fine. We have a great mechanic. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this one. <laughs> It'll be great. I think he would totally teach you. Like he's that kind of guy. That's all. But I already know what needs to get done. You're just I scared. I just scared you. you. Know. How about this? Our bilge pumps are perfectly adequate to deal See, with water. See, if you had in. answered that the first time with a very firm answer, we would not be still talking about this. So, so our next podcast will be from the bottom what, what, of the what to river. What do when your boat sinks? Oh man, river. <laughs> what? What do you mean bottom of the river? I don't we're not, know. We're... I was just thinking of a we're body not... of water and. Like I couldn't think of one fast enough. <laughs> that's that's really weird. We don't have a boat in a river. No, not at all. Not. I mean, we're kind of near one. We're not in a river. <laughs> so, so that's one thing that uh, I know I need to work on. Um, I'm pretty sure that that's where the leak is. I cleaned out the bilge. There was some excess water in there that our bilge pumps aren't going to pump out just because they're too low. So I used was it a wet from the dry shower dock. overflow? No, no, no. This is just from the sea strainers. Oh. Um, I used the, the the wet dry shop vac and, and cleaned it out and um, brought the water. It, the water is coming up very, very slowly. So it's it's not that big of a deal. It just needs to get done. It's another area, though, to keep clean because things can get stinky down there. And then that just kind of makes your whole boat stinky, right? Sure. Yeah. That's something. I don't like stinky things. You don't like stinky boats? <laughs> <laughs> nope. They must that that stinky boat must have had like a lot of things that went into the holes. <laughs> in, right, right. That's what you said, right? It goes yeah. like in there. So dies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it smelled like sea serpent crotch. Is that is that what you're gonna, no, you gonna say? No, <laughs> I wasn't gonna I was just simply saying that things went in there and died. All right. In other news, two things happened at the same time this week that were very, very exciting, and they both had to do with things we were selling. Hmm. I didn't so, know where you were going. Right now, we live on our boat full time. Like We've not slept in our house that we still own that we have for sale, and we also have another boat, the first, you know, the, the Tolly Craft that we've been trying to sell. And like eight weeks or so? Yeah, yeah. Well, something. Yeah, yeah, I guess since we... Well, October 3rd, I'm trying to do the math. We're in December and... Like 10 weeks. I don't know. Anyhow, as long as we've owned the house, there's a part of me that feels like we've kind of been cheating. We have been cheating. I've said it several times. Well, <laughs> well you're doing laundry <laughs> over there, right? Yeah, That's... and one day we had, uh, when they turned off the water, I showered over there. No, oh, yeah. So yeah, I totally t- cheating. totally cheated. <laughs> so... We live on our boat. We periodically go back to the house. Now, I, I haven't showered over there. I know. Um, it's just me. Yep. And the fact that we finally got an offer on the house and that after a bit of an exchange, we accepted the offer, we negotiated a bit, and we are happy with what we're getting. Um, the deal is officially moving forward, and 
it actually makes me feel really relieved. Now, paying a mortgage in a house we don't live in is not fun. So part of my relief is knowing that, okay, (laughs) I won't be paying that anymore. Um, But the other part of it is I am really excited to truly feel like we don't have a house. I mean, like we're we're going, we're going to actually be houseless. I told the girls we're not homeless. We're houseless. We have a home. It's a boat. Right. And really a home is where we are. Right. So. Um, We also, uh, fun fact, on the same day that uh, we finalized things on the house, we got a, uh, we got an offer on the Tollycraft. Mm-hmm. And the person was very serious about buying it. Like so serious, in fact, they put down a deposit for me to hold it and take it off the market. Yeah. And we got both of those kind of finalized within an hour of each right, other. Right, right. So, so super was... excited. I think that by the time we come back from our Christmas break, they'll be gone. Like we'll be I think they'll done both be, potentially. Yeah. yeah. I think they'll both be sold Everything by then. Everything will be sold, closed. Um, well, yeah. And then we'll start 2020. We don't want to get too... Not, not that I'm being negative. It's just... You know, the whole... No, getting your hopes up and counting <laughs> well, your chickens before they're hatched. I was going to say, Lord willing. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, the, uh, that's the plan. We're coming home to just one boat. Right. And one mm. car. Yeah. Which got well, a flat tire this kind week. of one car. I've got a company car that I drive around. Right, but we're not responsible for is what I mean. Oh, you're talking the about The things that we're, like, for? Yeah. responsible for, which we got a flat tire this week. So it's just maintenance. I mean, we've been maintaining... Two boats, a house, a car. It's just been a lot for the last couple of months. Even though we're not living in the house, we still have maintenance to it. We still got to check on things. And right. So there's that. Yeah. It'll be nice to pare all that down and to just have our vehicle and the boat and kind of start 2020 with almost just everything we have here on the boat. I mean, the boathouse, I, I guess. I, I was going to say, I forgot. We own a boathouse too. Right. That will probably have maintenance at some point. <laughs> that That's the lesson for today. <laughs> Everything you have as, I mean, you maintain it to keep it nice and yeah. keep it from sinking. And That's kind of the old saying, right? The more stuff you have, the more stuff you have to take care of. Like right. That's, yeah. So I like the idea of having less stuff. We will have a lot less stuff. Yeah. So. You still have a storage unit full of a bunch of things. Yeah, whose stuff? Mm, a little bit of both. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say 70 30 on this one i'd say that's a fair it's like i'm 30 and you're 70 over mm. there i actually feel like i let go more with this whole move than you did it's okay you are allowed to hold on to things we are not the same people that's true i felt more more i don't know liberated <laughs> i don't know i had more maintenance on my side with stuff what do you mean i feel like with a big house and lots of things, I had more dusting, more maybe mm. mending, more cleaning. I had a lot more of like the maintenance stuff in that regard. You right. you take on the big stuff, the sinking right. boat stuff. <laughs> right. But in a really big house, I take on a lot of that. So. Right. How long does it take to clean the boat? Like the whole thing? Yeah, yeah. Let's say the girls are at school and you decide, ugh, the, the girls um, have let things get messy. I just want to clean it all up. I can probably do it in about two hours, but I, that's you my kind like, of deep clean, huh? Right. That's my like move furniture to vacuum <laughs> under it. <laughs> I got that from my grandma. Yeah. Y'all know you got to move the furniture to vacuum, right? <laughs> at least, 
the people with OCD <laughs> right, <laughs> or right. cleaning issues. Dusting your uh, your baseboards and all that. Oh, you see now you dust your baseboards regularly, and they if they're like a white painted baseboard, uh, I paint them about every six months. No way. Yeah. Like, Kendra, I've been married to you for 17 years. Do I've you not, not seen... pay attention to me repainting baseboard, really? Do you do it when I'm at home? I, I mean, you, you must not know. be, because I've it's never... It's part of my cleaning. Huh. So this last house, we didn't have painted baseboards, so it was awesome. I could just kind of wipe it down, and I wouldn't notice the dust. Uh... Uh, the house before it, I painted that baseboard so many times. How? We'd only lived in it for a year and a half. Because it got really dusty. I never paid attention. I know. <laughs> no one pays attention to baseboards but you. <laughs> I do. I, but I'm kind of weird. I know I know I'm totally weird and most people are like I've never touched that. I've lived here, you know, blah blah blah. I bet Monica from Friends would paint her baseboards. Yeah, she probably would. <laughs> so besides selling things, selling the house, selling the boat, um we've been busy with Christmas programs for our kids those are all finished and wrapped up yeah choir concert we had uh we had a band concert yep that's it I, I, this morning there was a church um like christmasy service what are, they, what are they called the whole baby jesus <laughs> the shepherds all the little kids on the stage what is Holy that called smokes nativity the nativity play yeah that's okay sure right. <laughs> i didn't have a name for it so those are all kind of done i mean we're still in christmas mode we live Kind of close enough to the mall that traffic's been Ugh, terrible. horrific this year. Terrible, terrible. I mean, I guess every, I don't know if it gets worse every year. Or we talked about this the other day. Either traffic gets worse every year or I'm getting older and more irritated <laughs> every year. I'm not sure which one it is. It could be a combination. Maybe. I you don't know, like getting old. I don't want to be grumpy. I think it's also that our teenagers want us to take them shopping more. And if it was just the two of us, we'd have been done already. And so yeah. we wouldn't be in traffic three separate times for three separate kids right, who want to buy things. Right, because they have other gifts that they're trying to do, yeah. and then we end up at the mall again. Again. Yeah. But I'm really focused on joy this week. Okay. It kind of felt like I fell into kind of a Scrooge. Oh, did I rub off on you a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> kind of fell into like a Scrooge thing last week, partly because of traffic and gifts and just the kind of whole weird thing around giving. And I think everybody struggles with that a little bit, you know. When to give, what to give, who you're giving to, what's the purpose, what's the meaning, right, what's it all right, mean? <laughs> right. Well, that, that's the whole commercialization, right? It's like now is the time that everyone needs to buy something right. for someone else, which is, it seems kind of silly. Right. But I think what happened is I crossed a little bit like two Scrooges and I didn't keep any of the joy, which there should still be joy around Christmas. So uh, I had some really good thoughts this morning and decided I need to figure out like where to still have joy. So what are we doing? Um, we're going to find joy. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You mean this week? Yes. Uh, we don't have a lot on the agenda this week, except for getting ready for California. So we got a lot to prep, get yeah. the boat ready to be without people for a week. Which I makes mean, me sad. It makes me sad. I mean, I'm glad we're going down. We haven't seen our family in a while. No, and, and as, I mean, the kids are excited. I'm excited. Yeah. But I, I miss the boat already. Like, we're not even <laughs> off of it, and I miss it. It's just, like, ugh, we've always left on vacations and prepped a house to leave it. We've not prepped a boat. So that's been some of my stress 
I don't think I've told you that, but that's so no, my stress. Huh? Like, what's the temperature we leave it at? And what about leaving the dehumidifier on? Are we, I mean, oh. there are things that are different from a house, but still, when you leave town, you kind of set things up a certain way. Oh, so I, I need to explain something real quick. So <laughs> on a boat, uh, if you live on it especially, you need to own a dehumidifier. It is a machine that sucks moisture out of the air and then... Especially in the winter, I'm guessing. I mean... Yeah, just because, yeah, the air is more humid with fog and whatnot um, and just rain and all that. Well, and then like human bodies were putting off whatever and like it... Con- oh, for condensation. Right, right. right. Um, so the dehumidifier that we own has two modes and I actually just forgot about this. I know and I hadn't talked to you about it. Yeah, so mode number one is it fills up a tank and then once it's full, we take the tank out and we dump it. About every other day. Yeah, it's it's and actually it's a it's a bit of a burden sometimes. It's a lot of water. Um sucked out of the air. Right. The other mode is to have it drain out continuously where maybe right, you've you got a, a hose, hose or something, yeah. Um but then you you have to have a have it propped somewhere where it can drain down like into a sink or something. Right, cuz I mean, there's another thing. So now you have that running, something happens to that hose, now it's just dripping water into the boat and if we're dumping I don't even know how many gallons that is. It's uh, almost a full gallon every time we dump it. Right. So every other day, we're gone for eight days. That's a lot of water. Right. So it's just another one of those things I've been thinking about. Like, yeah. we have mm. to leave the boat. We want it to still be running. Right. Because we don't want to come home to a lot of moisture. You know, it's not good for our clothes and our bedding and all that. So, right. Hmm. Um, so I've been thinking about the prep work also getting the suitcases out of the storage unit getting clothes for everybody we're taking the dog with us yeah (laughs) my car doesn't have a rack on the top so we're trying to decide should we install a rack yeah just lots of things so right right it's a whole nother little week of stuff i don't know the house and the other boat are sold. <laughs> right, right. So the things I had been working on for the last two months and maintaining, I now I'm like shifting gears a little bit to leaving town. We're not bringing the cat with us. No. Which adds one layer of complexity. Uh, I mean, the cat's fairly self-sufficient, but we're definite, definitely not letting her stay on the boat while we're gone. And some people might. Um, we're, I... not, we're not those people. <laughs> You're, you have I a don't... bad bad experience with cats being left with your stuff i mean she's allowed on the boat she she lives on the boat but her litter box is off the boat i hate the smell i hate the litter so her litter box is off and she has figured it out she goes to the door just like a dog and wants out and gets your attention paws at it she's pretty cute and when she wants to get back in she tries to use the doorknob which is even cuter (laughs) so she's cute but every single cat we have ever owned has peed in my shoes, <laughs> including her. Including her. <laughs> so no, I do not like to leave her unattended. But where my shoes are, we're not bringing her with us, which means that we have to figure out a. Either we have to load up so much food and water <laughs> that she just has access to things, and maybe make the litter box so full that it'll last the whole time. It's kind of, we're not going to have anyone take care of the litter box, but we will have someone. Uh, well, I haven't asked them yet, <laughs> but we, we may have, have someone who's going to... We have a couple of people to ask for food and water. To take care water. of food and water, So yeah. she will be fed. She will be lonely. She's a very social cat, so I'm sure she will have a little bit of difficulty being left alone. Yeah. She's super social, super needy for a cat. 
Yeah. Like, kind of weird for a cat. <laughs> uh, the gecko, I guess you're just going to fill him up on some yeah. worms. If he's full, he can go 10 days without food. I need to probably put a larger water yeah. dish in there, but yeah. he'll be fine on food. So I know. Anyway, we haven't talked about this. I'm just now telling you. Yeah. <laughs> we. Have, I have a, another, like, little thing that's taking up my brain, which is... <laughs> You know, I mean, you clean out the fridge just like you would your house. You don't want to come home to rotten food. So not buying as much groceries this week and eating right. through what we have. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a system. Anyone that's left town knows this is a system. We have a couple more systems in place because... Because we live on a boat. We live on a boat. Right. So we will have to tell people to look out for the cat if somehow she gets out. Will we still have an episode next week? Yes. Okay. It might just be a little later. I think so. Yeah. Because we will be traveling this weekend, and so we'll see where we fit one in. But It may be a little different. It's Christmas. Yeah, yeah. So, Merry Christmas. Right. <laughs> Go buy someone a gift because you want to and find joy in doing so. Right. <laughs> I don't not, know. not just because it's Christmas, because it's a nice thing to do. Find joy in the little things. Yeah. It seems like a wise thing to do. Huh. No. <laughs> I wrapped up the I episode. I was going to try... <laughs> I was going to try and make the drum sound, but I can't do that. Remember every time I try. It's... Do it. Let's, let's hear it. Let's hear you do the. <laughs> 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 I was trying to do it. When I try to do it, it doesn't come out that way. So. <laughs> no, I think I could do it because you did it first. Uh-huh. Go ahead. I don't need not keep these sounds. Oh, no. Totally am. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Close enough. Did All I right. get it? Yeah, I think we're good. I love you. I love you. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to our show. Uh, make sure to stop by dropanchorpodcast.com to see what we're doing, both uh, in pictures and uh, on Facebook and on Twitter. We've got all the links there. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you next week. <laughs>